Welcome to Creation Radio and TV. I'm your host, Mike Riddle, president and founder of Creation Training Initiative, where our mission is to train other Christians how to defend their faith and be able to speak about biblical creation and apologetics. Well, we're continuing our session with basic creation training here, and I have a very special guest with us today, Carl Kirby. Carl, welcome to our show. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for letting me be here. Now, Carl, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, you said basic training, so that's a good thing for me because I'm about as basic as it gets. I joke with everybody. I grew up around guys with one name, Crusher, Bruiser, Mauler, Assassin. My dad was a professional wrestler, oh, so that's okay. about as basic as you're going to get. Um, been around a long time, as you know. I uh, got saved in 1987, but it wasn't until 1989 that I actually heard that you could trust the Bible the way that it was written, that it was real history. And so it was 1989 was my first exposure to creation ministry through two pilots in a Delta aircraft that uh, just loved me enough that the, when I said what I had been taught from my Sunday school teacher that you take evolution and put it in the Bible, there's no contradiction, he took the Word of God out and said, this is what the Word of God teaches and this is what the world teaches, and they don't fit. And so that was 1989 that I uh, got exposed to that, and the Lord's allowed me to do a bunch of things, and here we are, and just loving the Lord and trying to uphold His name and uphold His Word. Now you have your own ministry now. Tell, what do you do in your ministry? Well, it's called Reasons for Hope, and uh, essentially, uh, when I left Answers in Genesis, I, I was challenged by the three guys that are now my board members, and they were like, why do you want to do this? And I said, well, we're losing an entire generation. 50 to 88% of the younger generation, by the time they're age 18, they're gone. And so I was like, I, I really feel like the Lord is calling me to go after them um, and to go after fathers, because you can get the young folks fired up and excited, but if dad's not doing anything, ultimately... It's not going to be worth a whole lot. So um, when I left and I, I had this meeting with these three guys that are the, the current board, they asked me, what do you want to do? And I said, well, this is what I want to do. Younger generation going after fathers. Why? Well, because we're losing them. Well, how are you going to do it? I said, well, you know, the scripture tells us we got to teach this generation to give answers. Where does it say that? Well, in Peter. Well, what's it say? It says, give an answer for the reason for the hope that lies within you. And the guy who's my chairman now, my board chairman, he, he, he looked me in the eye and he went, Carl? You're doing what I see a lot of apologetic ministries do. You're only quoting a part of that verse. What does the whole verse say? Oh, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Always sanctify, set apart, set aside. This is serious business. This isn't a suggestion from the Lord. This is serious. Every Christian should be able to give an answer for the reason for the hope that lies within them. I always thought the, that the emphasis was on the uh, giving the answer part. But you know what? When you read that whole that whole section there in Peter in, in context, it's it's talking about offering hope. The answers are nothing more than a mechanism that we can offer true hope to people, and that true hope is in Jesus Christ. And so we just came up with the name Reasons for Hope. I, I love that. I've watched you in action many, many times. Now you've got a lot of background in this. You were at the Answers in Genesis for many years, and you were actually their main speaker for many, many years, weren't you? Well, I, I wouldn't say I was the main speaker. Ken, of course, is the main speaker, but I was just privileged to, to just be allowed to, to be on the road, man, and to, and to represent the Lord and to lift His Word up. So, uh, very blessed, very blessed. Never dreamed that I could do what I do because, again, I didn't have a background. I'm not a science guy. I didn't. I didn't have a PhD in those types of things. I was just a guy that was excited about the Word and trying to get other folks excited about getting out of their comfort zone and sharing the Lord. Now, you said a very important part there. You didn't have a background in science. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to tell people, you don't have to have a background in science to do this. You have to have a belief in the Word of God and understand it and know that there's answers in there. See, that is the key, and that's what I find so important about what you're doing, is teaching a generation how to teach. And because I'm a prime example. Lord, I can't do this, I can't do that, I don't have this, I don't have that. 
but then when you go to the scripture, I don't see anywhere it tells us, well, that you need to have this, this, or this. What you need is to be obedient. That's right. Lord, hear my, send me. He's the one that does the work. For whatever reason, he's given us a privilege and an opportunity to get out and to get active. But way too many of us make excuses. And I was a key one and still do to some, some extent. I still make those excuses because I, I feel nobody knows my weaknesses better than I do. And so Satan, one of his number one tools that he can get me to be ineffective is to remind me of my weaknesses. And that's when I got to focus on, well, you can remind me of my past, but I know where what your future is. And so I got to focus on that. Yes. He will provide everything you need. Amen. And we, we've been uh, able to experience that also. We sometimes try to get ahead of God, but we need to wait for Him sometimes. We need to be in our Amen. desert. We learn, and then we follow His direction, and it's been, just been great. Amen. Well, I, and i got to tell you, Mike, I see what you're doing and why it's so important, and I see how it dovetails with what I'm trying to do, uh, even like at our last Hope Conference where we're talking and you see that gentleman that comes up, Terry, who is in tears because his 12-year-old daughter, now she, want, she got the passion. You know, that's, and that's our motto. And when it comes to our faith, we need to know it, live it, share it. Well, she got the passion. But then most parents have never been equipped to teach their children. And so what you're doing is then coming along, and, 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 and you've got that same passion that I do. I see that in you. So when, when you see that passion being tied with, now let me give you practical examples and practical methods and practical teaching skills so that you, therefore, can multiply yourself. Vitally important, vitally important. And your passion is for the youth and, and the fathers. Very few people I see out there are really effectively teaching the youth. What I see a lot of is a lot of emotionalism yeah. and a lot of fluff. Yeah. But I've watched you do the youth, and you give good, solid meat. And you give these kids something to work with, and you follow that First Peter 3.15, sanctified, being mm -hmm. set apart, set themselves apart. In other words, quit being like part of the world. And then you give them answers. You, I, I watched this one of those last presentations you did. It was, it, I'll coin a word I hear Carl say, awesome. <laughs> it was an awesome presentation. You trained them in lifelong skills, not just taking a bone and analyzing a bone. You gave them a lifelong skill. And what, what that dealt with was answering skeptics. Mm -hmm. Can you expound on some of the things you did in that talk? Well, uh, again, when it comes to our faith, we need to know it live it, share it. So we're going to have to put the, uh, the homework time in and the study time in to get in and have answers for our faith. But what I got very convicted on was that, look, you can have all the answers in the world, beat everybody up with your IQ. I personally can't do that, of course, and <laughs> I don't have the IQ to do it. But you can do all of that. I saw, I, I've seen people that have this amazing IQ, but then there's no passion for the lost. And so where, where I got very convicted, because honestly, because of that background with a, a father that on stage was one thing and off the stage another thing, I got very, very uh, skeptical of people, including especially Christianity. I mean, back when I got saved, there was a whole lot of silliness going on, still is, unfortunately. But what I got so excited about was when I was able to uh, watch a television show and, and, and catch some teaching that was in there and say, oh, hold up. My children are watching these things, and our children are watching these things, unfortunately. Hold up, we need to talk about that. Did you catch what he just said there? Do you know that how, that's how this applies here? Or we would go to the zoo. The Cincinnati Zoo is a perfect example. You walk into the birdhouse, and they have a whole exhibit in the birdhouse, how birds evolved from dinosaurs. And I'm like, what? Watch their video. A theropod dinosaur with these big honking legs and little tiny arms and a huge tail runs and runs and runs and runs. 
And then over time, a scale, which is a fold in the skin, gets roughed up, turns into a feather, and the legs shrink, and the arms grow. And I'm like, guys, let's make this real. Gentlemen, I know there's, there's going to be some young men listening out there today. And young men, I know what you want. You want to look good for the ladies, just being honest here, okay? And so you got to get the guns. you got to get the big guns to look good for the ladies. So you know what you want, you know what you want to do, young person? Take up cross-country. Yeah, because when you take up cross-country, your legs shrink and your arms grow, right? So yes. that lizard running <laughs> shrinks his legs. Just think, guys. Apply your faith in the real world. Yes. And just training students how to look for key words and key phrases. And, video. Yeah. and yeah. I remember watching one of, your, one of your videos on dealing with TV and the media. Hmm. And it opened my eyes. I went back and watched some of these old TV shows that back in the 60s and 70s. And guess what I found in there? Absolutely. Evolution. You're going to find it everywhere. It Gilligan's Island. Yes. I mean, the original Batman. Sorry. Even the Skipper? The Skipper. Oh, no, no, it wasn't the Skipper. It was, uh, who was it that did that? It was, uh, oh, that episode. It was Anyway, they brought in the caveman and the dinosaurs and the prehistoric and all that stuff was in there. But it, it's even with Andy Griffith. It's with the original 1968 Batman, Adam West, all of that. So it's, it's everywhere. And so the key is to, to get that radar turned on so that you catch these things. But then you have to have the training, like what you're bringing into it, of now how do we apply that? And, and I love that talk that you gave on looking for those, uh, those fuzzy words. Fuzzy words and magic words. Exactly. Yes. yes, when you, when you see those words like we believe, we think, could have, should have, our opinion is over billions of years. That's just solid evidence that they don't have the evidence. That's why they're using yep. words like that. You know, I, I use one of them. Uh, you're talking about answering skeptics. That new talk that we just filmed at the Hope Conference was uh, uh, taking Richard Dawkins where he just blindsides Wendy Wright and comes at her just throwing stuff at her. What about Australopithecine? What about Homo erectus? What about Homo habilis? And, and, and I'm not attacking Wendy Wright. I really am not. But this is what I see from most Christians. When they're confronted with specifics, Ah, oh, I don't worry about that. That's not an important issue. And, and then they try to dance around it. And you can see that progression for Dawkins. He gets more and more aggressive because she dances around it and doesn't deal with it specifically. So that's what I think what is so important with what we do is that, look, we don't need to run and hide from this. We really need to be able to give a specific answer to a specific question because when we dance and, and, and change the topic, oh, people see that. Now, we have to be honest. We're not God. We don't know everything. But for 90% of the, uh, the, the attacks that are thrown at us out there, there are good, solid answers, and you really don't have to have a PhD yes. to do it. Yes. Now, Carl, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Because I've seen what you do, and th the youth love you. They, they, you charge them up, not just charge them up emotionally, you charge them up with ammunition so they can really live out 1 Peter 3.15. Tell us about your website and how they can get a hold of you. Even if somebody wants to have you in for a conference, how can they do that? I, I really appreciate that, Mike. Um, our website is rforh.com. stands for Reasons for Hope. So rforh.com. You can go to our app if you've got the uh, smartphone, the iPad, you know. Um, just go and download, uh, type in reasons, plural, Reasons for Hope, and download the app. That's got our calendar on there. It's even got a book of speaker uh, page on there. Uh, our Facebook, we got Facebook, Reasons for Hope. Uh, you can get a hold of us there. And we have an 800 number of 800-552-HOPE. So, uh, Say that one again, just to make sure. 800-552-HOPE. And you can give us a shout there. And whatever we can do to serve, we try to do it. Now, how do you, do you work off of just love offerings or people? How do you, how do you get your support? Well, we're, we're, we're faith-based, that's for yes. sure. When we, when we decided to start up, uh, 
Uh, I've never turned down ministry. Uh, I've, I've gone anywhere and everywhere that the Lord's opened the door for. If we can afford to do it, we do it. Um, God's provided. So, you know, it depends on the church. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on the group that you're going to. I've, I've spoken uh, this year alone. I've spoken to a group as small as five out in Colorado, you know. Uh, but praise God. What a privilege. If you can go out and one church, I'll never forget, I spoke in one church. That pastor's been there like 20 years, and he has 25 people in his congregation. So, you know, you want to be a blessing. You want to be an encouragement to folks that are ministering like that, that are that, that solid. But then we've been blessed, and God's allowed us in bigger places. So it's not a size thing. We just go wherever we can. So you're not out there charging the thousands of dollars giving fluff and emotion. <laughs> I try not to, man. We, You know, we're, I put it like this. The emotional stuff is fun, and, and I can do it. I mean, with my background, I can do it because I can turn on a sob story with my dad and the professional wrestling and parents divorcing and all that sort of a thing. But there's so much more to our faith, and, and the superficial emotional stuff, it just doesn't last. And, and, and God says, love the Lord your God with all your heart. So that emotional part is very key. It's very important, but he goes on. Yes. Soul, mind, right. strength. And so that's what we're, I think both of us are honestly trying to accomplish is getting folks to the point that they're selling up for the Word of God and for the Lord Jesus Christ completely. Not just with the emotional side or the intellectual side, but a complete and total package. So I'd recommend people, if you want your youth trained, here's the man to do it. This man gets them trained. It's not just for the here and now. He give, teaches them lifelong learning tools how to deal with opposition, how to deal with evolution and all these new age conflicts and ideologies that are coming up. And Carl, I would like to just put a word in. If, if you're interested in your youth, here's a man that goes out on faith. And I'd recommend it. if you want to put your dollar in a place, this is a place to put it right here. Carl's the ministry. Give us that website again. R-F-O-R-H.com. Just $5, $10, $25 a month. Those are the things oh my goodness, yeah. that help get Carl and continue to train this next generation so that we stop losing about 70% of our youth. That's what's happening. It continues to go, and it's only going to get worse until we start teaching real information and not just fluff, not going after emotion and all the music that goes along with it. Not that there's anything wrong with music. But when that becomes the show rather than the message, we got everything backwards, folks. So, Carl, uh, uh, can you give us any specifics on how to, uh, uh, how to refute some things? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you, you just mentioned, I'll tell you, last Sunday, where I spoke last Sunday, it was in uh, Ohio, and I had this 16-year-old boy, young man, come up to me. His name was John, and he said, I just have to, I have to shake your hand and say thank you. I'm like, sure. And he said, I have really been doubting my faith. I have been questioning. I, I couldn't trust the Bible. And after your two sessions today, I can trust the Bible. I can believe that God is really real. How do you do that? Well, it's the Holy Spirit that does it. And, and, and I think we just submit ourselves to Him. He has given me the opportunity and ability to, to I think, just take and put real-world application to the Word of God. So what I did there this last week, we did one talk on human evolution. And we dealt with Lucy, we dealt with Ida, um, and just showed here's what the actual evidence is because I don't think we run from it. And way too many Christians, and, and this may offend some Christians because I hear this all the time, especially in certain circles that I'm not letting my child hear about evolution. I'm not letting them go to that school because they teach evolution. And, and I'm like, look, I think your child needs to know evolution better than the world. Yeah. 
Yes. The Christian children need to know it better than the world because I'm guaranteeing you they're going to get confronted with it. Mm -hmm. They're going to get confronted with it in the television, in the movies, in McDonald's, in Wendy's, in the magazines, in the milk commercials, in the gum. It's everywhere. So you can't hide from it. And when you do try to hide from it, and then that generation goes out and somebody confronts them as Dawkins does, what about Australopithecus? What about Homo erectus? What about Homo habilis? And you can see like this shell shock and they don't know how to deal with it. So yes. that's what we did. We just, here's what they actually found. Look at this, look at the interpretation, look at the fuzzy words. Yes. I don't call it fuzzy words, but I do the same thing. Well, it could be this, it could be that, it could be this. And I'm like, why? Well, if it could be a link, it could be a lemur. And those are the skills that cross all areas of Everywhere. science and technology. It's not just uh, anthropology. It's not just biology or geology. What you're teaching goes all the way across the board. How to do, I love this, critical thinking yeah. and analysis. Key. Those things that are really not taught even in many of the Christian schools today. Now that's the key. And that's again, that's what I see you guys doing with teaching how to critically evaluate messages that are around us and then how to teach and, and, and so that's why I say, what, what I see going on here is so hand in glove, it's so important that uh, we raise up a generation uh, that is able to do what my generation has dropped the ball on, let's be honest. You know, we, 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 when I really got convicted just before I left, I was going out and talking about how we're losing 50 to 88% of the younger generation. And then I had the guys coming up to me and saying, man, you're right, and, and the school's not doing this, and the church isn't doing this, and the government's doing this, and and... It was probably about six months before I left, I started telling these men, I said, guys, you got to understand, the problem is not the White House. The problem is not the schoolhouse. The problem is not the church house. The problem is you're in my house. If we're losing 50 to 88% of our generation, this younger generation, it's our responsibility and job to train this generation up. We're not doing it. I mean, I was an air traffic controller for 24 and a half years. The last eight and a half years of my career, I was at O'Hare, the world's busiest at the time. And if I had a 1% failure rate as a controller at O'Hare, that's 30 accidents a day. There's not a person on this planet that would fly into an airport with a 1% failure rate, and we're losing 50 to 88% of our kids. And, I, and we want to blame everybody else. And I'm like, no, time is that we look in the mirror and man up. It's us. Yes, we've given that, we've given our authority away to the church, to the Christian schools and public schools, and we think they're doing the job. Well, it's not their responsibility. It's, not their job. Yeah. it's in the home. And Carl, you're hit, that's another area you're hitting is the father, or the fathers. Yeah. Could you have a word to the fathers here? Oh, gentlemen, I tell you, there's never been a time in the history of this planet that has needed men to be men. I'm not talking about belligerent, ignorant jerks. I'm not talking about guys that are slapping people into submission. I'm talking about godly men who love their wives enough to, to lift them up, to edify them. And I, you know that Ephesians, we always love that part in Ephesians, that first part where it says, wives, submit to your husbands. Oh, we love that part. The only problem is, is that I went through and looked at that whole chapter and, and there's like 55 words of instruction to the ladies. There's 175 words of instruction to the men. And, and I say, men, if we do our 175 words of instruction, I think the ladies can take their 55 and do it pretty well. But it starts with us. We truly are the key. Yes. We're the catalyst. Change begins in the house of the Lord. And we, the men, have got to be the ones that are stepping up, loving our wives as Christ loved the church, willing to die for them, and raising our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. We're the key. Yes. One of the, one of the fallacies uh, I, I've seen is uh, people give this excuse, uh, especially the men. It, it's, it's not the amount of time, it's the quality oh, time. Yeah. And that is totally wrong. Quantity versus quality. I tell you it's both. Yes. <laughs> I tell you it's both. Our children want our time. <laughs> Absolutely. And they want as much as they can get. 
this is one of the keys to me, man, to my heart, is that growing up with a father that was gone all the time, okay? And, and I didn't go into ministry. I did not go into full-time ministry until uh, my children were off of college. Once I went to college, that's when I said, okay, Lord, here, my son, me. And, and I'm not trying to hold myself up like some great guy. Trust me, I'm a fellow pilgrim on this journey of life. I have so many rough edges. But the one thing that I praise God that he gave me the, the wisdom to do was to wait before I got on the road until my children were gone because you get one shot with them that's it one shot that's with your right. children and that's the one thing that you can take with you to heaven it's not your bank account it's not your toys it's not your car your wife should hopefully already be going there it's your children and yes. we've got to get that eternal perspective and the memories you have nobody can take away i when i was at work i used to work in the computer industry and that's that's a lot of time you put in i would go to work very early in the morning so I could come home on time. I couldn't wait to get home and yeah. play with the kids. Yeah. But not kids. How about children? Yeah, We're not children, talking about Billy exactly. goats here. <laughs> I couldn't wait to get home and play with the children. Now you know what? I have, I have the best. Now I can't wait to play with the grandchildren. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a, a, one of the best pieces of advice a guy gave me is right after I got saved, he told me, he says, Carl, your children are like a bank account. Like, okay, what do you mean? He said, think about it. If you open a bank account, and 16 years later, you come back and you want to take a uh, withdrawal. If you put nothing in for 16 years, you get nothing out. That's right. He said, but if you've been making these slow, steady deposits over that 16 years and you want to make a deposit when they hit 16, yes. you're going to get a withdrawal. And that's exactly the way that our children are. The, sure, the peer peers are going to be there and there's going to be peer pressure and hormones. and all, That's reality. But I guarantee you this. If you've poured in you're going to be able to start getting some withdrawals. and that, So it is quality and quantity. Yes, and the world's got us so busy, we forget about certain things, don't we? We forget Absolutely. about the things that are going to matter in eternity. Absolutely. Um, getting into the, the Word uh, every day and prayer every day and then spending time with our family. Yeah. Not only just the children, but the wife also. Oh, absolutely. That's one of the things we started. We did a... Uh, a short, you know, you know us, we're kind of visual, you know, media type guys. So we started doing these short videos, anywhere from four to six minute video with a little study thing, just to parents. Uh, it's a, under a loose calling that we're calling it dinnertime devotions right now. Mm -hmm. Parents, sit down with your children over a meal. They'll watch a five to six minute video and then get a conversation yeah. going with them. And I guarantee you, you start doing this type of a thing. Your, your initial conversations might be 10, 15 minutes, but I tell you it's going to grow because once you set that pattern, this is what we do. We, we critically evaluate. Did you catch this? What about this? And how do we apply it here? We want to turn hero their parents into the heroes yes. of their children. It shouldn't not be the, us. Not the Hollywood movie no. stars or the and baseball. Not us. not us. The children shouldn't be coming to us and asking us questions. They should be coming to the parents. Yes. So how do we get them equipped? And that's, again, yes. what you're doing, what we're trying to do at Dovetails. Parents, you have to have answers because you need to be the one that your child is turning to. We, do, we want to do nothing more than reinforce what you're teaching your children, quite yes. frankly. Yes, some of the basic answers like, where did Cain get his wife? How could Adam name all the animals in a day? How could the first three days of creation be real days without the sun? Uh, what about carbon-14? You know I can teach carbon-14 to a, a sixth grader. They can understand. And I just saw you come out with a thing on carbon-14. It was basic. <laughs> you can understand it. It was enough information for a sixth grader to handle, be able to handle it. Teach the concepts, teach how to apply, and teach how to think. Yes. And, 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 and it will, as you said earlier, it will carry over into yes. these other areas. That's, that's the key. Carl, would you come back for one more session for us oh, at I'd least? I'd love to. Because I'd like to talk about some of these short four-minute videos. You call them debunked? Yeah, well, yeah we've yeah, got a few. And you have another whole series. I'd like to talk about some of those. Yeah. But in the meantime, could you give your website again how they can get a hold of you? Because this is critical to get the fathers trained 
and get the youth trained because not many people are out there doing it, folks. And as Carl said, we're losing uh, too many of our youth. They're walking away from the church because they lack confidence in God's word. And it's up to the family to build this core. So how can they get a hold of you, Carl? Well, Same, you. And also your website, and how could they get you to come to their church? Well, I appreciate that. Again, the website is rforh.com. There's a, a tab on there that says book a speaker. Mm -hmm. So you could get myself, you could get my son, you could even get Juan, man. You met Juan. Oh. Talk about a powerful speaker. I want to talk about him next session also. Yeah, he's amazing. So we've got uh, that. Uh, our app, again, is just go to your app store and type in reasons, plural, for hope. And there's a book a speaker page on there as well. Or call us at 800-552-HOPE. And also, if they would like to help support your ministry, both through prayer, which is very important. Absolutely. The number one thing we need is prayer. Absolutely. And also financially, because Carl comes out there, and he doesn't charge the thousands of dollars, but Carl comes out and gives the meat, and he does it for almost nothing. Carl, how could they uh, support you? Well, that, that means a lot. Uh, if you go to the rforh.com uh, net org we have all of them website there's a donate button on there or you can uh, write us at p.o box 415 hebron kentucky 41048 and rforh is just the uh, the uh, our address and we're not talking you have to give thousands of dollars although that would be a good thing <laughs> but just folks 20 25 dollars a month that can make a difference on a child's life well, I would appreciate you being here, oh, Carl. I'm looking you. forward to the thank next you. session where we start talking about these debunked and other videos you'll come up because I have some of those and I, I even sell some of those. <laughs> and they are just made for youth. Right, and I want to thank you very much and God bless you, Carl, for what you're doing. Well, thank you for your ministry too, Mike. Oh, thank you. If these lessons had been a blessing to you, you might consider financially supporting the Ministry of Creation Training Initiative. You can do this by going to our website, creationtraining.org. Again, that's creationtraining.org. Your tax-deductible donation of just $20, $50 or more a month, or a one-time gift of any amount will make you an education partner in building an army of Christian educators who can teach the biblical account of creation and train others to be able to defend their faith and be biblically faithful to God's Word as it states in 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear.